this episode is brought to you by Kristen Wiig. And Elvis Presley. And Elvis Presley. Our heroes. One is good at Drew Barrymore impressions, the other one is dead. The other one was really good at eating real bad and then died. Hey, listen. Hey. I am alone at a crossroads. Episode 24 is brought to you guys by us already having too much to drink. <laughs> I am alone at a KFC. This is what happens when you have Bloody Berries. Oh my God. Bloody Berrymores? Bloody Murphys. Bloody Berry. My inspiration's not so good. That actually relates directly to I'll give it to you for one more episode. Bloody Berrymore. Bloody. Amazing roleplay. Bloody. Because <laughs> your roleplay is just so goddamn good. The episode that I got it was a good episode. I'm not. Yeah. God. Our fucking roleplay. Our roleplay is so inspirational. So I was looking into it, and it's actually pretty cheap to get your logo printed on some like, condoms, thongs, basic USB drives. Oh, cool. Mm, I thought that'd be fun, too. Well, so you can give out USB drives. We give out USB drives with our outtakes on yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because people, mm-hmm. like, the cassette is fun, but nobody can listen and to it. Yeah. But that's the novelty of it. The novelty mm-hmm. of it is it's a piece of art. You can do, like, a bunch of folders. You can do, like, fan art. You mm-hmm. can do, like, our outtakes. That'd be really smart. That'd be awesome. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome to episode 24 of Hit Dice. A real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast brought to you by Alcohol, Alan's Birthday, and Tabletop Loot. That's Sunday, 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 brought to you by Kia of Greer, or a character named Sakia of Greer. Kia of Greer is a local commercial we all have to listen to that will literally land with no one in our listener base. But that just means Wes will cut it out. What I'm really trying to tell you about is Tabletop Loot. Do you like putting dice together on a string and stuffing them up your bungle hole? you like grabbing a grown man and slamming him into the ground off the top of three ropes in a weird ring? Do you like grabbing a man by the nipples because that's how he communicates? <laughs> Did we turn the AC off? What I like more than all of these things that you guys are talking about is dice. I like to roll dice. I like to get in that 20s. It's a good feeling. But you know what's a better feeling? Getting 15% off on your dice at Tabletop Loot. I know what's a better feeling. Grabbing a grown man by the neck and slamming him into the ground. And then no. quick and real no. big and sweaty no. and grabbing no. him by the neck and then no. softly, gently. <laughs> but if you're into that bullshit Nina's talking about, head on over to Tabletop Loot. Enter yeah. code hit dice pod and get 15% off. Dice are better. Natural eight. <laughs> hey, if you want to roll natural eights like Rachel Watkins, head on over to Tabletop Loot, enter the code hit dice pod at checkout, get 15% off. If you want to snap necks and kill men, literally no one wants that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's pretty Dude, how long was the AC on for? Because I'm sweating. Not long. Fuck. We all have been flexing and screaming for the last episode. Last episode. We sucked dick. We met fans. Arwol. Oh, yeah. More importantly, Arwol's been hidden and saw everything, so I want him to recap it. Um, Yay! <laughs> so I'm not good at this. He's um, observant. You got the thing. Yeah. No. Uh, we had a very stressful last few days. Uh, we came into the kettle of many things. Uh, we met Elvis Presley, easily the best NPC <laughs> of all time. Also the most short-lived. <laughs> he died immediately. Um, and it was a tragedy that we lost him. There is video. Um, and then we met Van. Van Dingleus Ulysses Fart Baby. <laughs> so good. And <laughs> so good. his last name is Fart <laughs> Baby. Oh, Bobby. Fart Bobby. Yeah, with an eye. Baby. Um. Yeah, and then we discussed many, many things. Well, <laughs> the kettle of many things. Who's Moss? Um, and 
Yeah, we have a game plan. We are going to pretend that Arwell is dead mm-hmm. so he can read the thoughts of the council. Well, Sealris left um, us. Which I'm upset about, by the way. Because <laughs> it's such a fucking good plan, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, you're welcome. I hate DM in this group. You guys are too good at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> then, yeah, we saw a Thundershout. Um, I was able to take off one of my bracers, um, and he w- took it on to himself, probably at his own detriment, and he might die. Um, and now I'm heading with the group to go see the council. You all walk up to the council of lairds, cool. and as you guys all walk up, everyone is there. The advisory council is there, the lords of the council are there, however, Subrask, Swylife is not here. And as you all walk up, it seems like they are already meeting, and Isaacs looks over to all of you and he goes, friends, just on time, where have you been? Where? Where have we not? You cast Detect Thoughts, so for 30 minutes, Arwell has Detect Thoughts ready. I'm assuming that since you can't do it as a ritual, you were blowing a spell slot. Yeah, I am. Thank you very much. So you blow a spell a slot. Oh, really? Yeah. But you do cast Detect Thoughts, and your friends all walk in. Isaacs looks at you all and says, Friends, good to see you, and just on time. Where have you been? You see a young girl standing beside him. A small girl with bright red hair. She wears a small witch's hat. A short point on top and pigtails come underneath. She wears cloth clothes that are dull yellows and reds. She has a wand tucked at her side. And Isaacs, despite the heat that you guys no longer feel, he wears many layers of colorful robes. He has a long white beard and he has long white hair to match it. He leans on an ornate metallic staff that has a small dragon's head on top of it. And on his shoulder, a small red dragon sits. It looks just as big as a parrot, but it has a scorpion-like tail. And as you all come in, it purrs. And, it, and its tail playfully is like dancing around its head as you all come in, as Isaac says, right on time. I am the breaker of chains, the mother of dragons. <laughs> and the mother of fuckers. <laughs> That's more accurate. Mother of ant fuckers. Um, we have been on the quest that you sent us on. A man speaks up. He wears full plated armor. His skin is sun-kissed and dark and beautiful, and he has many muscles. He says, my friends, it is so good to see you. We've been worried about you for the past month. We sent the hellhounds out to take care of the mission that we thought you guys would never return from. How have you been? Where have you been? Tell us about it. Hi, Goncalo. And he takes a bow in front of you, his hand still on his long sword's hilt. He bows and he says, a pleasure to see you. That's who <laughs> needs to... I hand a leg Um, We've been busy just doing this and that. There are five others in this room with you. There is a woman. She has bright green eyes that pierce the ornate hood she has pulled over her face. A veil covers her completely. She wears a sari that covers her face. With bright blues and purples, there's a man who looks more down on his luck, veteran mercenary than a powerful merchant in nobility. His hair is an ugly thicket of gray and white. He has a large red nose with a wart on it. His joints are knotted by many ill-heeled breaks. His expression sits somewhere between sullen and grim as he listens to all of your answers. A bald man with a simple brown uh, robe sits in front of you. He seems to be constantly lost in thought, like he's looking away from you all and thinking about something, calculating. He keeps his hands together in a disciplined clasp in front of him. He's fat. <laughs> he, eats, he eats well. well. punches well. Yeah. A handsome man with elaborate clothing. He wears bright reds and rich purples. He has a cloth hat bunched up on his head with a bright flower on it. 
An enormous smile seems permanently stamped across his face. Friends, it's good to see you. Sounds like you might have some news for us as you come in. There is a curly-headed man. All the, He's very thin. His robes alone make him look important. They seem very expensive. Gaunt features make his face appear very serious as he looks out at all of you. You all would know him as Tomalas. He's constantly, constantly, rhythmically touching his fingers together, one at a time. As you all are sitting here talking to him, Isaac says it's just time that you all showed up. Mallory sits beside him. She has a little scowl on her face. And Isaac says, friends, where all have you been? The first thing I want to say is, you sent the hellhounds out after us? You must understand. I told them to wait, but a month is too long. Where did you send them? That's fair, but you realize they're all going to die. To the north. You see Van look at Isaacs and he he just goes, you sent the hellhounds out after them? I'm just fucking with you. And Isaacs goes, (laughs) and who are your friends? Sealers and Volna sit with both of you. Sealers is a gnome who has a fire-kempt beard and hair. They are well-kept. He smells like grease. Volna is a beautiful elven woman. She wears reds and purples. She looks like nobility. And Van, your newest party member, is here to escort Volna home with all of you. Isaacs looks out and he says, before we get started on who and what is going on, well, please introduce these people you've brought to our council. So we're a few shorter. Yeah. The last time we were here, you saw us with a man and a buffalo and a short, beautiful, beautiful gnome with a top knot. But he's no longer with us either. Little deception. <laughs> um, tabletop the actual nice. acting yeah, tabletop that was just involved in that deserves oh, like, Lord. A, an extra roll. I want to support her. Roll one d six to support her. What will you say Wait, though? Can you just like shove my face in your boobs and like this, try to like, like, like calm yeah, me down? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, I need these perfect tips to console myself. Okay, so wait. Oh, no. Did you get a one? It's a total ten. That shit's really a one So, Patches, describe what you're doing before I describe what happens next. So, as she's talking about who is obviously Arwal, I kind of just want to, like, you know, grab the bridge of my nose and close my eyes and look down like I'm really, you know, super sad about Arwal's untimely death. And I'm obviously sad about Guy, so, like, that's that sadness is pouring out. I see you trying to get an advantage, but you ain't getting it. Just for the sake of the listeners, though. I believe Nina's tears in her eyes. Nina is literally <laughs> crying in front of all of us right now. Bless her heart. Patches pinches his nose. You roll a 12. Isaacs looks at you, Adelaide. And as Isaacs looks at you and you're pinching your nose, you see him squint his eyes. And you see Gumble like purr and pull closer to his face. His tail wraps around his neck. Not in a threatening way, in a playful way. Like in, a, in an intimate way. And Isaacs goes, the loss of a friend is great indeed. And he leans in as he says that to you. Yeah. I'm fine with him. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I look over at the little dragon and I'm like, fucking holy shit, that's cool. Yeah, you see a little dragon on Isaac's shoulder. And I just go, dude, 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 at him. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to roll animal handling to see if he'll come hang out with me. Animal and handling. 10, 11. 11? He hisses at you. I'm like, you This little dragon's not- neck like extends out to you and it hisses. And then Isaac's glances to the council and he goes, Friends, patronese, tell us, what have you seen? 
And you see the rest of the council sit up in their chairs. They look to you. So Arbel, are you casting detect thoughts before all of this happens? This has already happened. Yeah. I'm, what, detect like thoughts? who? Yeah. When you're doing um, it, how I it's am, happening. I would like to kind of go left or right, more or less. Um, see any thoughts that are going on, and if it's not boring. Sure. Um, I'm going to start focusing on that person. Okay. Uh, but I want to do like a, a complete scan first. You sit in this great hall. As you all walk in, you are at the bottom of the Earth Spur Mountains, and they are, though tumultuous, beautiful and interesting and full of magic and history. And this castle sits at the bottom of it. You guys sit in the most important room in this entire castle in front of the Council of Lords. This breeze blows through across this red carpet, across these plants as they dance in front of you. Arwell is nowhere to be seen. But he is scanning the Council of Lords. And as you scan the Council of Lords, you would know that Grace, Taurau, Kaladin, Eustable, Mallory, Goncalo, and Isaacs are here. As you are going across them, you notice that Eustable is, as everyone else, they're interested in you. They're all interested in you. But Eustable is disgusted by something. He is disgusted by the fact that Subrask is not here. And he is thinking... Subrask is not here to introduce himself to our friends. A sad place to be indeed. And it's sad the place that he's in now. Where is Subrask? He's thinking it. Only Arwell knows that oh, he is oh, thinking okay. this. Sorry. <coughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to talk, obviously. Um, yeah, Callista is going to recount for them the tale of what we've been through. Everything from our journey up to finding the waterfall, to how we scaled it and got in, to touching the stone... Even including the part where we're attacked by something we'd understand that I think was probably Lander sending somebody after me. Um, going to the oh, elemental shit. plane of fire and basically every detail except instead of finding the stone and bringing it back, um, we lose our wool. And then describing how, everything from on the way back to killing the shambling mound, um, how we found our new friend, whose friends who were with us to getting the shackles removed just before coming here. Isaacs goes to talk to all of you, but Tomalas speaks out. A curly head of hair sits atop a thin man. His robes make him look important. Gaunt features make his face appear very serious, and the color under his eyes suggests very little sleep. He says, before we continue, who are these three? Well, I just described them to you as I was telling the tale of who they are and how we got them. I just popped in a- and, and he says, and it is well noted, but what makes them worthy of hearing what we may tell you? Shall they step outside? I, in my opinion, no. I step in, no, and I say, your grace. My name is... And you see him lighten a little. His shoulders do relax as you say that, and he sits back in his chair instead of leaning forward. My name is Vandingulus Ulysses Fart Baby. You see I him come, lean back forward. <laughs> <laughs> I come here to escort Miss Volna. She is of high priority, and these fine people have allowed us to uh, gain passage with them. But I will tell you this. I'm a kick-your-dick-in-the-dirt warrior, and anything that you may need of me, I'm open for hire, and I'll tell you what. Any job, and I mean any job, you need done. I'm your man. Well, persuasion or deception up to you. Oh, it's bad. Callista wants to interject as well. Someone it's else is good. going to interject. It's, it's not good. Framed for it. 
I mean, the question was sort of given to Callista anyway. Um, yes, fair enough. They've, as you've heard in the tale <laughs> I've just shared with you, um, they, as they have joined us, have been seeing the things that we have seen and have assisted us with those things. They've won our trust, and I believe that means that they should earn your trust as well. Silverus didn't even win our trust. Silverus has been my professor from the start. What did you Silverus roll? had our trust beforehand. Two. Total? Um, yes. Wow. Roll it, Callista. You're so charismatic. Be so charismatic. Girl, you're, you're a charisma cannon dog. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that was a one. Oh my god. Oh no, it's not a one. No, no. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, Tomala speaks out and goes, Perhaps we should keep some of the business to ourselves. Seeing as there are new people here who don't know what's going on, and Silver speaks up. He says, uh, "Excuse me, I'm from Thingy Spark Spring, a day's walk to the north. These people mean well, and they've helped us, and they're in great trouble. And if if they've helped you, we're the only ones in the room, as far as I can tell." And he looks over in the direction of Arwol and just for a second hesitates, but then looks around for the rest of the room, and he says. It seems as though they've done more for you than you for them. And the way I see it, you should hear them out. And you should be grateful, if Thank nothing you, else. Professor. I'm Preach grateful. Preach. I'm grateful that they brought me here. And they have news that you need to hear, that I have experienced firsthand. And as a professor at Thingus, I'm not saying that I know all, or that I have seen all, but these people are good. And they're here to help. So hear them out. Silver. And let us stand here. Silver's here's in his head. Nice going, kid. Yeah. Uh, Silver's rolled really high. Like, really high. Also, <laughs> also for high. the first time, I'm going to go deeper into someone's head so they know I'm probbing. And to him, just as like a quick, like, mm-hmm. he knows I'm there. He's like, you know, like, and then I go, he knows where you are. Well, then, he, no, just that I'm there thinking of him. Uh, so I'm just going deep into his head. And, uh, and you off. do see the council relax a bit. And they're like, <sighs> Tomala speaks out, the same one who told you to forget about all this stuff. Uh, with his curly head of hair on top of this thin man, he adjusts his robes, and he goes, Well delegated, Professor. It seems that you all would have information we're interested in, so please. It's been four weeks. We give you three days. What kept you so long? What has happened? I don't know, imprisonment on the fire plane? We were imprisoned on the plane of fire, um, which was a setback. For I feel sure. like time ran differently there than it did here. Can I show we them the brand on the back of like my neck? Been gone as long. Yeah, you guys also have those yeah. brands on the oh, back yeah, of your necks. I'm sorry, I meant to bring one of the broken shackles back with me to show them. As totally well. fine. Yeah, yeah we can so retroact that. Clank that and you put it on the side. Adelaide shows the scar. Bliss is never. And you all hear Grace <laughs> speak up. Oh, my friends, this is not good. This is not good at all. You see her dark skin walk up. She has a sori over her entire body. It covers her face, but she pulls it back. And she goes, what have you been through? We sent you for answers and you come back with scars. We sent you for answers and you come back two friends killed. You sent us to investigate the heart of Halaglawa. And that's what we did. And we ended up in the elemental plane of fire and we got imprisoned. And then we came back and then we ran into a family who was under the control of the Titan of the Tearfall. And Goncalo pulls his sword out of its sheath, sits it on the ground, and leans on it. And he goes, "Uh, this is not good news indeed, but 
You come back to us healthy, strong. Two friends short, but surely no one else could have done this for us. I don't think so, which is why I think you sent that other group to their death. Perhaps you are right. But what did you find out? What answers do you have for the council? I'm pretty sure that, and y'all break in if I'm wrong, another tear fall is going to happen. There are very powerful dragons that are planning to try to take things back to the way they used to be. And mm -hmm. they've been working on this for a lot longer than any of you have known about it. It and is much more advanced than you think. I was going to roll insight on the sorry lady. I'll give you advantage as long as you were still hidden. You're probably closer to her than she realizes. Not 20. No shit. Yes. The sorry lady is speaking out <laughs> to loot? you all. Yeah, tabletop loot. Natural 20 given to you by tabletop loot. Go to tabletoploot.com, got yourself a set of dice you can roll nat 20s with, 15% off. You're fucking welcome. May I suggest the midnight <laughs> dice? Grace is sitting there, and as she sits there, she doesn't think anything malicious or like any betraying thoughts, but she does think that she is wonder she's wondering where Subrask is. Okay. And this is a very important time. They've sent another group out. You all are returning, but Subrask has not shown up for either, and you would know that. Subrask didn't show up when you guys didn't show back up when you were supposed to, and they sent out another group, and he didn't show up when you all came back to give them answers. Is he... he is, do I remember... He's on the Council of Lords. But yeah. he, is he involved with, like... He's one of Kaggerts, the merchants. Because, like, people no. have been disappearing. No, he's not involved with Kaggerts. He's on the Council of Lords. But she says, uh, do you all have any names for us? Yes. Is anyone familiar with the name Eric Hughes? Isaacs walks up, and he goes, as promised, my patronese, you have made me very proud. These things are not easy to take care of, and I'm sorry for the loss of your... And he looks over at Calista, and he goes... Two friends. I have a message for all of you. And he hands it to Callista, patches being right beside her. Um, I am going to let Isaacs know I'm there and I'm gonna go deep enough that he knows he's being probed. Okay. I'm That's really him, fun. I'm gonna let him know. So he he feels you and you feel him feel you as you go deeper. He does, hundred percent. You know he knows you're in his head. And he thinks Subrask should be here as he's thinking out loud. I'm going to stay there then. I'm going to stay there and see if he says any more. Okay. Um, he thinks, He thinks. read the note. I can help. And, and he's thinking this in his head, but you yeah. can hear his thoughts very clearly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Or I could share it with the group after we're yeah, done crazy. talking here. If we, or do you oh, no, I now? went deep enough into Isaac's head. I don't know if you heard what you were reading. Okay. Um, and he knows I'm searching his thoughts. Okay. So I was wanted so him to know. Okay. And he yeah. says, read the note. I can help. All right, uh, well, for the sake of all of you then, um, greetings. I am Abbas Stalwart, researcher at the Master's Library. Rumors of your exploits in Raven's Bluff has re have reached me here at the library, and I am writing to propose a deal. Write to me of your stories, that's right up my alley, <laughs> that I might add them to the archives here, and in return I will use the library's resources to provide you with information on whatever you may seek. To start this relationship in good faith, I have attached a copy of the notes of Bartholomew Glumwhistle, a cartographer from the vast. Of particular interest to you may be the ruins he notes roughly a week's travel north of Raven's Bluff. He was unable to open the lock to explore beyond the first room, but noted the location for future visits. Truly, Abbas Constance, researcher level two, master's library. And attached to that note, you see barracks hold, period, a door that puts giants on edge. 
Mm-hmm. Can I roll history on the master's library? Mm-hmm. History. Five. Wow, that sucks. Um, yeah, it really sucks. You, you would not have any idea where this is, but it sounds real fucking important. Sounds really important, guys. So important, oh my god. Well, I was going to, but can I roll on that? Please? Okay, go crazy. Yeah, okay. I'm um, rolling to see history on, um, shit, what was the name again? Master's Library. Thank you, Master's Library. Um, which I feel like I would know, it's a mod 20. Holy shit. With Mod 20, you would know that it is a monk monastery that is located to the north near the Glacier of the White Worm. Isaac speaks out as you all are talking about this. Uh, You all are bona fide horizon walkers now. You understand this and the gravity it comes with, correct? We do. You all have been gone many more days than we allotted you. You also understand this, correct? Yes. We didn't have much control of that, but yes. We sent out a team. The adventurers that came in just behind you in the Trial of Lords. Mm -hmm. We sent them to the north to see what they could find. We gave them a week. They, too, have not returned. I have a feeling. Nice. I mean, yeah. Maybe they were to the Elemental Planet Fire. Where did you send them specifically? What were they looking for? To the Glacier of the White Worm. Which is... And Eustable talks out and he goes, You all. He he interrupts Isaac. He's like, You all are the strongest we have. Perhaps you go to the north. See if that group is there. See if you can answer this riddle we've found for you. It seems as though it's pertinent. I understand what it's like to go to places like this. We were all once adventurers ourselves. And he looks to everyone, they lower their heads. You pick up many things. You pick up many burdens, many responsibilities. But what's more important than the survival of us all? Taking your friend home or going north to find answers? We want you to go to the glacier of the White Worm. And here's the deal. Here's what we found. The northern vast is rampant with orcs, as the entire land used to be, dominated by them. And rumor has it that they're gathering forces to come here to take us over. We need information on them. The glacier of the White Worm is an anomaly. It used to be part of a great glacier, far to the north. Many strange statues line its trail, line its path, but most of the glaciers melted. There's a particular piece of it, however, that did not melt. That suggests some sort of magic. It rests between two of the highest peaks on the Earth's Spur Mountains. What say ye? I look at Volna like I really have to pee, and I'm like, but, I mean, we lived for like a thousand years, and this sounds really fucking fun. I'm going to be honest, I kind of want to go with Wilma. I do too. This sounds like the next piece of the puzzle. And I want to say that it would benefit us to visit Volna's home before we try to solve the next piece of the puzzle. I mean, totally. My wanderlust is not getting in the way of any of my thoughts at all. Mm -hmm. Volna, it's probably a good idea that we get you home. 
And Usable speaks up one more time over Isaac. So you see Isaac go to open her, his mouth, her mouth, his mouth. And as he goes to speak, Usable interrupts him and he goes, Friends, go north. See what you may find. You may go to the glacier of the white worm. Find many answers there. See why the ice hasn't melted. See if you can enter another elemental plane. The only other thing we can find out is the flooded forest, but we can't be completely sure of the entire thing you understand. But if you were to go to the north, we think you may be able to find another elemental stone. Something that's important. If you find those elemental stones, it's important they be raw. If you use any of their power, they are diluted. They are unable to interact with the rest and they may have less power than others. So if you do find them, don't use them. Don't use their magics. Bring them here, just as they are, straight from their plane. We have a better chance of fighting the dragons with them. What do I... you intend to do with them here? I thought we were securing them so that the dragons couldn't get them. It's interesting that you haven't figured it out yet, but there are more than one stone on each elemental plane. They grow there like, like well, wildflowers. They're not that hard to find, easy to find. I would like to send Wart with a little note. Wart climbs out of his stone and hops down onto the floor. And I kind of want him to like sneak under to Isaac's leg and give him a note that says, we need to talk in private. And Isaac's being the ever experienced adventurer, Wart climbs up on his leg. You see him go into his pocket. Isaac reaches into his pocket. You see his hand move a little bit, but he pulls nothing out. And he clasps his hands in front of him and listens to you all's conversation in front of the Council of Lords. Arwal, still having detect thoughts up. You notice that Isaacs and many of the Council of Lords are very upset that Subrask is not here. As they are thinking out loud, you would know that Goncalo is thinking the entire time, I knew it. And I know that you have message, and I want to... Realizing that I know that you're listening in, I'm getting really curious about what might be going on in the background, so I'm just going to send a really quick message to Arwul yeah. and just say, updates? Question mark. Yeah. You can reply yeah. to this message. <laughs> no SMS data reply necessary. He speaks up, and he goes, uh, excuse me, excuse me. He pulls his giant bolt loader onto the back, of himself with a strap over it, he does he knowing it's better than it was before. Thanks a lot, Professor Garwin. And he says, uh, "Excuse me, excuse me. I have only been with these people for three days. They've done much for you all. They did not slack. They did not take their time. They are tired, and they are hurt, and they are grieving, and they still come to you all as they are. And I think that you would benefit yourselves by giving them some time." and having some heart. You were sending them out to do your dirty work. Let them recover, let them think. But while they do, and while they go out, I would like to stay here with you all and provide them counsel and help as they come back. Because the road is much too hard for someone like me. And he rubs his, he rubs his legs and you guys can see some blood splattered across him. He has literally seen something die in front of him for the first time in his life. He saw that shambling mound, this family like get messed up and he's like, they have seen many things, things that you could not believe or imagine in your worst nightmares. Have compassion. They're working hard for you. I can promise, as someone from Spark Spring, I give my word. They're doing their best for you all. I'm gonna go in with a little nudge on his brain so he knows that I'm there with him. And to your message, I'm going to reply, ask about Subrask, also rewards. 
Okay. Uh, Arwell says this, and they all seem very receptive to what he's saying to them. And they, some of them go to speak out, but Isaacs goes, of course. Press, Professor Feinspindle, you have a place among the council. This is much above us. This is far beyond politics. Stay here. Help them if you can. I thoroughly support that. You all need all of the brains and help you can get here. Not saying that you're deficient, but this is just, I think, beyond anything civilization has faced in a long time. So thank you. And I want to, um, well, I'll say that for later. Uh, for now, you've questioned us closely. Could we ask you a few questions of the council? Since Are much you asking is, anyone specifically? Just the council in general. Like Much has happened since we have been gone. Tarao. The, uh, he's, he's a monkish-looking man. He has very simple robes on. He is bald. He is a very intelligent man. He, he says, uh, yes, of course. Please ask us. Where's Subrisk? And they all look amongst themselves. Very interested with my tech thoughts up. Calden speaks up. This is the strange merchant that is on this council. He looks more like a down-on-his-luck veteran than a mercenary, but he is a power among merchants and nobility. You all know this. His hair is unruly, and it's a thicket of gray and white. He has a large red nose with a wart on it, and he speaks out. Well, it seems as though you all are more insightful than you let on. And then someone goes to hush him. You all see uh, Eustable go to calm him, and he goes, No, it's important they know. If the fate of mankind and everyone here is on their shoulders, they should know we expected Subras to be here, but we also suspect he serves another. Hmm. He's a power among merchants, and so he has power here, and he has a say, but he's not shown up in our time of need. Who is this other? Do you know? Or suspect? Unfortunately not. Someone underground, someone who gives him money to possibly make him a merchant, but otherwise we have... No idea. From what we've learned, the dragons who were trying to bring the Tearfall, the second Tearfall upon us, have been working behind the scenes with people of all races for some time now, based on what we learned from this farming family. And he interrupts you, you and says, Subrask is too smart to work with people who would give themselves away so quickly. Subrask is the smartest of us. He's the smartest of all of us. Whoever he is serving, if he is serving anyone, I do not know. They're much smarter, much more conniving than all of us put together. I think that means he might be serving the dragons. If you don't mind me, do you me know this Eric Hughes name? Have you heard of this name? Or like a yeah. hedgehoggy thing with an axe underneath it? We have not heard of Eric Hughes. We are only worried about the dragons now, but certainly with your friend and your connection with Isaac, you can figure it out. And Isaac, uh, he speaks out and he says, ask the abbess. See if she has answers for you. Send her stories as payment. If you don't mind my lieges, you wouldn't happen to know if your missing friend has any uh, ties to uh, Cormoran Theard, do you? Yeah, they're like, uh, uh, and then uh, Colden speaks out again with that big wart on his nose. He's like, Cormoran Theard, none of our business. Even if something was going on there, we have much more going on in this city, even if they were betraying us, even if they were murdering us, we have much more going on. Hmm. I don't know. Insight. Um, this is 17. It seems strange that they are telling you these things, but that they're not giving you information that is specific to these things. I don't mean to speak out of turn, but... Yeah, get in there, get in the party! If, if he's talking about people that are conniving and cunning and ill-willed, I would dare say 
I happen to know quite a few of those. As you guys are all talking, you all are speaking to one another, you all are reading to the minds of the Council of Lords, you all are passing secret notes via thieves' cant. Isaacs walks up to you all, and he goes, uh, Patronese, before I forget, this is for you. He hands you a bag, and in that bag there is 4,000 gold. <gasps> Yes. And he says, you all have served us well. And as he hands it to you, there is also an instrument inside of it. <gasps> yes! That's awesome. There is a loot inside of this bag. A bedazzled dildo! Hell yeah, double-headed Pikachu an dildo! instrument of sex. You don't need to know about what I do with my loot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a wondrous item. An instrument of the bards is an exquisite example of its kind, superior to any ordinary instrument in every way. Seven types of these instruments exist, each named after a legendary bard college. You can use an action to play the instrument and cast one of its spells. Once the instrument has been used to cast a spell, it can't be used to cast that spell in particular again until the next dawn. Meaning, every spell it can cast, you can cast once a day. You got the Doss Loot. Animal friendship, protection from energy, fire only, and protection from poison. So Ooh. you have animal friendship, protection from fire, and protection from poison with the loot you've just been given by Isaacs. Das Boot. Das Boot. Das That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, is it full of beer? You all also each got 750 gold pieces. Did I? In, in addition to the 4,000? No, no, no. The That's one up four. among us. Oh, I was not going to give him any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or all four of you could just take and take a thousand apiece, <laughs> which is fair, which no, makes you sense. You seem to be rich already. I'm taking a thousand. Yeah, okay. yeah with 20 yeah, gold. gold. how I feel too. Okay, cool. all of you get a thousand gold pieces. <laughs> we get, we got support you tonight. Don't worry about it. So yeah, each have like 1,300 gold pieces at this point. I step up once again and I'm like, I am sorry to speak out of place, my liege. And trying to have some importance, importance in my voice, and I say, I've been hired for a very important job. Volna is of high priority to my elven family, and the, her returning back to her home is of utmost importance. If your other adventuring party, uh, part, party is not kick-ass enough to go out and be back within the time limits as well as this party, then I don't think there's really any stake on the line other than the end of the world. Big whoop. I gotta get Volna back. I'm sorry, but I'm a man of my word and I get my job done. And Grace speaks up and she goes, but my friend, what is the point of taking her home if everything we know ends? I'll be honest with you, I don't have a lot of faith in the universe right now, and at least she can die at home. And you see Grace bow. She clasps her hands and she bows and she goes, something I hold near to myself. What's she thinking? Uh, she, just th she, she really feels that. Okay. When he says that, she, it hits home. Grace, like, she's from? very far from home. Thay. She's from Thay. Cool. You know that she's from Thay. Her darkened skin and her black hair and how subtle and quiet she is. She's from Thay and she's very far from home. And for him to say, at least she gets to die at home, that really hits her in a very sensitive spot. And Grace goes, I understand what you were saying, my friend. Uh, sorry to intervene. No worries. Thank you. With all due respect, Van, I think that's probably Volna's call. Whatever she wants to do. She but has made it clear that she wants to go home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll Dog. discuss that later. It's not up to this group. I hear that. But I'm just telling you, like, I got to get I got to get on the fucking road. Yeah. Yeah. We should maybe talk about this. Thank you, Council, for your wise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to do a little 
wah, wah, to you, mm-hmm. your brain. You just a wah, wah in your brain? Yeah, basically. Wah, 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 wah. I like that you intrude their brains on purpose to let them know yeah. you're thinking so they can You'll say bet. something to you. That's really clever. That's pretty cool. And do you already, you already have inspiration. I do, but I'll just say that nope. it's an inspiration from... Still one. have it. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying um, something in particular? Or yeah, yeah, no, I want you to message me. Okay. That's what, wah, wah. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> so, Callista messages Arwell, what's up? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just say like quick like did they learn anything about the tear fall can they protect stones any dragon activity okay um, we obviously have been gone council for longer than we intended to be longer than you intended us to be um, clearly a lot has happened since you originally sent us out on that quest for this fire elemental stone um, I need. We need to know. It would be helpful for us. Um, has there been further dragon activity? Do you have a way to secure these stones if we're able to bring them back to you? Because they're very dangerous, from what we've learned. Even though we weren't able to secure one this time. And I'm sorry, wasn't there one? In the dragon activity. activity. Because one. No, and, dragon and activity. during this time, because we, I mean, four Did weeks. Did they learn anything? Have you learned anything more about the tear fall? And Isaac speaks up and he goes, "Friends." The only thing that we have learned is that we need the stones to be at their fullest power, in their raw states, not using any of the magic to help yourselves or to cast their spells. As long as they are raw and in full power, we have the best chance against the dragons because we must assume that they are doing the same. So we're basically amassing stones against the assumption that they are amassing their own set. Astute as ever, yes. That makes a lot more sense now. Mm-hmm. Any dragons? Have you seen any dragons? Any any dragons done anything? Since you all ran Inatazosis out of town, though the merchants have not returned, neither has he. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Arwol. <laughs> Is amassing the stones that they need ourselves not helping the dragons? We have concerns. Because we know the dragons are hunting for the same stones. Is it safe to keep them all together in one place where the dragons could just let us do their dirty work and collect them and then come take them from us and do what they will? Are they dragons? And Isaac speaks out. The, the council really remains silent while he's speaking to all of you. He just gave all of you a thousand gold pieces and he gave you a DOS loot. And as he sits here Which speaking to all of you. glass and full of ale because DOS boot. Yes. And as he's speaking to all of you, uh, Callista's asking all of these very pungent questions. Uh-huh. Pungent? And they smell funny. Poignant. Pungent they smell, they smell like a fart. Ooh, girl. They smell like a fart. Yeah. And uh, like Isaac question. says, if we knew more answers, we would not have sent out the hellhounds. And we would not be asking you all for these. We are relying on you all to answer the questions for us. I'm telling you all I can be of great help to you if you'll help see Volna to the north. It's the northwest. Ain't that far away from where they're asking you to go anyway. We're going to do it. I say we no, get the I'm fuck already. on the road. We're going to do it. We're going to do, we're gonna do things on our own time. They interrupt. Yeah. We've, we've, the, we've, the Council of Lords interrupts, and Eustable speaks down. He goes, oh, friends, you all must surely realize the north is your best bet, not the northwest. You go to the north, and there are people there who have items that we are interested in. You go to the north, and perhaps you'll find something interesting, but your friend has sent you a message, the abyss, a door that puts giants on edge, and, if I'm not mistaken, you all have received another clue 
about giants far to the north. That's a suspicious amount of information for you to know. What's he thinking? He's thinking that he really wants you guys to go to the north and that um, Eustable truly believes that you all need to be making your way to the north and not to the west to find all these answers with Volna. Um, when he says that, I'm going to kind of like walk, walk uh, Isaacs and mm-hmm. see if he says anything. Isaacs remains still. Though you know at this point that he knows that you're listening to him, he, in a sense, agrees with okay. Eustable Tarthy. Okay. You all also have been given a task by the Thieves' Guild to go search the Barracks' Hold, which you all also know is to the north and also has a clue that has something to do with giants. So Volta needs to go to the west, you said? No. Yeah, like northwest. Northwest. Come on. It's not that far. It's not that far, y'all. Come on, I'm cool, I think, right? I think... I think we so, should do whatever the fuck we want. Yes, we need to do that at some point. I think we need to talk about need... this privately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I just got him right off. Sorry, fascists. <laughs> totally fine. Okay, we done here? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the north. We're saying thank you so much um, for your counsel. It's very much appreciated. You all are incredibly intelligent human beings. You all have a thousand more gold. Except yeah. Van. Sealers <laughs> is staying back with the Council of Lords, just like he said. He wants to serve as an advisor to your party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volna is with you, and Van is with you now. Uh, can we go talk somewhere private? We, yeah, Isaacs, we, we have a little yeah. side Isaac's project. Isaac's got my work. You guys have less. Isaacs, Eustable, Grace, Tomalos, Taurau. They all let you leave. They go, uh, they all thank you. They thank you for your service. But you do know that the Hellhounds have gone far to the north to serve a task that you all were not present to take care of. You know that the Council of Lords is on edge and that Raven's Bluff is full of people who have nowhere to go. But you are all standing outside. Guy has disappeared from your party. I would like to tell all of you that we need to go to Isaac's house. I sent him a note, and he's willing to meet us there. We need to talk about this in private. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go, for sure. Yeah, all right. we need to. As you guys leave the Council of Lords, you will notice that a very scruffy dog joins your party. <gasps> Steve! He comes trotting up, Adelaide and as this, as this dog comes up, yes, you say, you Steve! And Steve comes up, and he nuzzles <gasps> against against Adelaide's breast. He puts his head oh, against them, and you, like, grab so Steve's funny. neck. And Steve, like, rubs his body against you, and you see his tail wagging say, as he comes oh, to all girl, of you. I just as curiosity, Calista pulls out the new loot and tries the animal friendship feature. Nice! Hell yeah, girl. I'm going to try to read it to you. I just want the podcast to know that my lips are numb and my cheeks are fuzzy because wine. Yeah, hello. If you're drunk, raise your hand. One, two, three, four. Me. (laughs) Hey, why would we play this game sober? Fuck that. I've done it enough. It's way Bloody Mary's for breakfast. Oh, when no. you start your day with champagne and then you drink a bottle of wine, <laughs> the spell lets you convince the beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast you can see within range. It must see and hear you. Steve. Hey, Steve. I can see and hear you. Can you see and hear me? <laughs> and Steve goes, Arf, barf, yeah. barf, barf. Is, What is Steve's intelligence? Very low. One or two. Is it, is it higher than four? No. Okay. He's a dog. Is it just four? Might be three. It's a three, yay. Um, the spell fails. Because he's dumb? Or <laughs> higher, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Same. Yeah. No, it automatically succeeds because he's no, a dumb dumb. Or higher. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, he must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by me for the spell's duration. Steve is charmed because he's a dumb dumb. Okay. Hey, Steve. 
Be charmed. Thank you, Nina. <laughs> Nina has brought me a liter of water. Thank you, Nina. I'm drinking my own. I'm probably bread as well. So, Van speaks up and he says, just my observation here, look, the council doesn't know what the fucking timeline is. They don't know that the world is going to end tomorrow. We were gone for four weeks and it was fucking fine. It was fucking, fucking fine. fine. Fucking yeah. And so okay. they can sit there and shit their fucking pants, but I got shit I got to do. And frankly, I'll be honest, I've been through it kind of before, kind of parts of it. The forest we're going to is creepy and dope as fuck and scary, and it would be fun AF. So my thing is... Look, Fauna's in some shitty shit. You've seen her. She looks like shit, and she's fucking royalty. I gotta get her home. You guys can go with me, or we can break off. It would be cool to have your help. I'd be stoked on that shit. The end of the world is not coming tomorrow. It's not. Listen, Cal- Dan. Callista feeds both Steve and Volna some jerky from her. <laughs> Steve is hungry. Steve is so hungry. I... I've only met a few full elves in my life, but like you seem cool. Most of them seem like douchebags, but you seem cool. Yeah, most of them are douchebags, like, honestly. Have you ever heard of Oral the Frost Maiden? Well, or do can I roll? Yeah, you can roll for history. Yeah, uh, that's you can roll it. Fifteen. Yeah. You do know Oral. <laughs> uh, Oral <laughs> is a Frost Maiden, and interestingly enough, you know this very specifically. People to the north worship her. I so, do. Oral is my girl. Yeah. She's my girl, my and like my grill, my grill, <laughs> and I will do anything for her. Like everything I am comes from her. Yeah, I get it. And I feel like whatever quest that you're on aligns with whatever I'm feeling in my soul, and I need to go with you. So if we need to break off, that's fine. But it's up to you guys what you want to do. I need to go to the north west. No, I think. I'm not in a hurry. I'm cool with taking Volna home as long as at some point we try to get into uh, Beric's hold and maybe get some treasure. Take some treasures. Treasure. I'll be honest with you guys. I just want to throw this out here. So I just got hired for this job, but honestly, kind of looking for work. And I'm bored AF hanging around those fucking stuffy ass elves. Jesus fucking Christ. I am so tired of their shit. I'm so tired of every time that you eat an egg, a hen's egg with a tiny fork, you must keep your fingers. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. I just want a dirty ass cheeseburger because word is growing from when you guys created it. Just kidding. I didn't say that, but I want to get out of the fucking house or nest or whatever it is we live in. If we can get Volna home, I think the end of the world is going to happen. I don't think we're going to fucking beat these dragons. But I'd be down to go hang out with y'all and blow some shit up till that happens. Go blow yeah, some coke. Yeah, sounds good to me. Calista gives Van some jerky. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah, are you the hungry? closest thing she has to a cheeseburger right now, and she's just feeling... Y'all are out on the street. Way. The Council of Lords is far behind you. You've been paid 4,000 gold. You've been given a magical weapon. They have updated you on everything, but you are standing in Raven's Bluff right now as a party talking about what you want it's to do. the steps of his house. On the way out, can we fuck with Lander? I want to so I- bad. Mm. I want to. Doesn't seem high priority to me personally. I have Keep in mind, we're also going to places that people don't know you guys. It's a mistake I'm doomed to repeat, but I don't know if this is the time, honestly. Well, even if there's like a little chip of red from like that maybe I'm like. gonna fucking dose him. Calista kisses our little because that was genius. Did you ever you did you ever summon you never summoned the no, fire? I never did. Elemental. And after hearing what they said, I don't know if I should. Yeah. I've already used use some of its stone. power 
for a well, few. Well, I thought you were just holding it and it just enhanced your. I is that, I don't know is if that that's using it. I don't. Can I, I roll Arcana to oh, know I if that know is used it or? Yeah, go crazy. Nine. Yeah, you're not sure. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. There's a Labrador Nobody. Retriever mutt just following you guys around town right now. Nobody. Steve missed you guys. Hello there, listeners, and welcome to our second ad spot ever. Hit Dice is a real play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, and we feel like our qualities and storytelling are of the highest caliber. So to keep all of that content flowing into your dirty little ear holes... We're going to do a couple of ad spots in each episode. It's how we pay the bills. And you get to be one-on-one with me for just a moment. Our newest sponsor, thedeckofmini.com, is fully deserving of your attention. They don't have some weird product that's overpriced and unoriginal. Their mainstay is RPG reference cards. Cards that I use at my table, that I used before they became a sponsor. It has full art. It has statistics and descriptions of monsters, magic items, and they even have a custom deck of many things if you want to use it in your campaign, which is actually my very favorite magic item in the entire game. They have something very special coming out that I can't announce yet, but that I can take pictures of. If you head over to our Instagram, you can check out a sneak peek of what they are about to start selling. So head over and check out the decks that they make because I promise they are going to up your dungeon master game. And if you're a player, they have weapons for you to use, spells, all kinds of really cool stuff. Head over to thedeckofmini.com and see what they have to offer. Let's... We're waiting on Isaac to open the door because he's not there we yet, We need right? Isaac. Yeah, you guys are outside of his home. Yeah. We're stupid. We're just waiting. Um, so as you guys are outside of Isaac's home, it is a two-story cottage house. Mm-hmm. It's made of cobblestone. It has a thatched roof. And as you all knock on the door, he opens it and he says, uh, come in, friends, please. Isaac, we go in. I'm glad yeah. you got my message. We really need to talk in private. And as you walk by Adelaide, he whispers in your ear, of course. And you all walk into his home. As you come in, there are many potion bottles on all of these shelves in his house. There's smoke pouring out of the roof, out of the chimney, everything. There's a young girl here. She has bright red hair, is pulled into pigtail. She has a short witch's hat, and she seems very confident in how she can handle magic and how she sees all of you. You all walk in, you're in Isaac's house. I'm gonna take off my cloak and just wrap around my arm. Yeah. Arwolf, so for the first time in like dead. five days, takes his cloak off. Yeah. Uh, you felt the heat from it. You've been sweating. You take well, it off, but you feel calm. Heat, you, yeah. And I go, <laughs> whoa, I totally didn't notice you there. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, <laughs> Did I? Isaacs, what's the real story with what's going on? Where's Subrask? What do you know? Isaacs is like, look, friends, rumor has it, and rumor only. That Subrask serves another. Not this town, not its people. But that is not your concern. What do you mean? Another person? Another perhaps. Okay. Master? Another master. Another master, okay. perhaps. But it is not your concern. We will handle it, and you all will go find us answers. Further out in the world than Raven's Bluff, we can handle this. And you all see Gumble sitting on his little shoulder, this little tiny, very small red dragon with a scorpion-like tail, just like purring and looking at you all. Um, I'm going to roll inside. 
on Isaac just one last time. Sure. Um, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, Seventeen. You think Isaac isn't telling you the entire truth? He's and not. And it's not that he's. Uh, he's. It's, he's not necessarily lying, but you think that there are more pertinent things, things that need to be taken of much more quickly and much more expeditiously than whatever else petty shit is going on. Okay. So he's hiding something from you all that might be important to know. I want to ask him, Isaacs, you're a patron, and we want to be able to help you because we're on the same team. Yeah. Um, let's be fully open and honest with each other. Um, it seems like you may know a little bit more. Would you be interested in answering me some questions if I was able to look into your head? He's like, fine, friend. I will tell you, but... You must not repeat my answers to anyone, because I am still in the middle of trying to figure these things out. I'm trusting you with keeping up the lie that I'm dead. You need not tell me. I understand. Absolutely. What do you know? Do you know Eric Hughes? <laughs> Eric Hughes is not a name I am familiar with, but perhaps the abbess is someone who you can write to find these things out. Well, I want to go to the library, obviously, but it's on our way, well, right? I don't think it's, she's it's expecting writer. a visit. She's expecting letters. Oh, I thought that was the librarian. Yeah. No, the abbess is far away her. in another city. It says to write her. Yeah, but like it's the north. Yeah. It's in the north. It's this monastery like where we're We're going. just going to write her, though. It says just to write her. Okay. For now. Okay. We might get to go at some point. Do you want to ask... How do you feel about the Council of Lords? Do you trust them? The Council of Lords... Though they have their own interests in mind, they care less about the people. Specifically, Subrask. As long as you're asking, I think Subrask might serve another. Not the people, not himself, not the Council of Lords. We've met several people serving another. Other another, yeah. Yes, but perhaps they came to the conclusion to end their own lives or to think about themselves or to cross you all. But Subrask, he's smart. He's very different. And Mallory speaks up and she's like, yeah, Subrask is bad. I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the way he looks. I don't either. But Isaacs, you're very smart. What are you doing? What are you, what's your intention with all of this? I want to help you all. I want to help the people of Raven's Bluff. But perhaps Subrask is serving another purpose. All right, Isaacs, before we can leave, we need your help with something. Uh, would you follow us to Thundershouts? Uh, oh, hold on. What? What? <laughs> um, Why he's talking to her and she's reading down, I want to, like, kind of to the side with Mallory. I'm like... So what were you able to do with my dragon scale? Fuck! Uh, 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 um, we need we need your help or Mallory's help. Maybe she's she's good with the magic yeah. stuff. Um, getting this bracer off of Arwal. There's yeah. a piece of the story that Not the council off. doesn't so have. So you off. may see that part of my arm's missing because <laughs> I have it like wrapped around it. Um, oh, so smart. I didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. That's so smart. Um, it's got this floating arm and shit. That's so smart. <laughs> got this floating oh arm, uh, hand. 
Um, we were being tracked from the Illumin Plane of Fire. We were in, we were enslaved, um, and they're tracking me. However, I was able to ascertain a red corundum. Yeah. And we're trusting you. I can't take this off, which endangers our whole party and our mission. However, if I remove the scrying aspect of the bracer, I die. Or, I mean, I will be fine, but I won't be tracked. But if I remove the... Charm. The, well, the immunity to fire, I will die because I have the red crown. Yeah, and Isaac speaks out and he says, uh, Have you thought about taking it to your friend, Thundershout? We've been there. We did. He has the other bracer. Have it removed. Arm. Let him take the burden. You all find the answers that we were all looking for. We don't want him to be killed from an, by an affray. They've already tried to hunt us down once, basically. Yes. Basically, we barely to help get rid of the scrying yes. part of the All of us together couldn't handle one ifrit together. Like, yeah. I would love for you to come to Thundershout. It sounds like you know him anyway. And maybe work on this bracer, the last one I have, and just remove this crying from it. Together, maybe we can come says, up with something. Yeah, Isaac says, fine. As long as you are attempting to remove these bracers, I shall come and do my best. But after that, you all go to the north. We will be going mm-hmm. north. To the glacier of the White Worm, as yes. we have spoken of. Yes. We will be going there. We will be going north. And he says, very well, <laughs> I shall come with you. Totally. We will be going Kanye and Kim Kardashian's <laughs> baby. So he's going to come with us? Um, then I would love to just go ahead and go. Yeah, let's go. To Thundershouts? Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys all walk up to Thundershouts. You can hear the like clinking and the clanging and the echoing of metal against metal as this fire is melting and melding the metal as you all walk up. You can hear a Thundershout still laughing. The same way that you guys all heard it when you laughed. <laughs> when you last left. <laughs> and as he is laughing and screaming and ringing out this metal as he hits it, you all walk up and he goes, Friends! Pleasure to see you. It's been only a day. I thought it would be many more. But what can I help you with? We look out for our friends. We brought you someone who could maybe help with this. Isaac is with you. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, introduce Thundershout and Isaac. Okay. Isaac is, he speaks very solemnly and he's just like, Ah, Thundershout, it is a pleasure to meet you. To my friends, and from Thundershout screams out, and he's just like, Ah, Isaacs, oh lord, it's a pleasure to meet you. Any friend of yours is a friend of mine. And what shall we be doing today, friends? Getting rid of the scrying on this bracer. We're here to try to partially disenchant that bracer for you, buddy, so you're not in danger anymore. We like you. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know I'm new, but. I like you. We I know like I just got introduced. you. <laughs> Adelaide loves him. <laughs> we um, would prefer that you didn't die while we were gone. Sure. You know us. I mean, I don't know that. <laughs> so you won't put your braces up here. Isaac's is concentrating. Uh, Dan, would you like to roll to see if you can help them out? I certainly would. Please roll. Uh, I don't want to use my magic dice. Is it a one? 
It's a natural one. It's a natural one. Oh my god! You got a natural 20 the last time, a natural one this time. And as Isaacs and as Thundershout are hitting this metal, Van comes in. Your newly found party member. And as he comes in, Sealers is no longer with you. He's with the Council of Lords. But these two come in. And as Van comes in, he fucks it up bad. His hand gets in the way of the hammer. And he's trying to help out as best as he can. And as he does, he hits this hammer sideways. And Thundershout's like, get away. You have no idea what you were doing here. It was a fluke last time. I kind of told you that. And he's like, fair enough. Uh, and he takes off. Arwolves is the only one left who has the bracers on. So he takes off your bracers, and you were the last one with it. They still remain magical, even though you rolled natural one. Two people rolled really high, Sweet. specifically Thunder Shout and Isaacs. I wonder. And they're able to recover for you. Not you. <laughs> specifically, everyone but you in this situation. <laughs> hey man. But he's able to take them off, and as you all are walking up to Thunder Shouts, a mutt walks up to you guys. This dog, who looks like a Labrador Retriever, walks up to all of you all and is like following you all around. Oh, he's totally just with us. We love Steve. Insight. <laughs> Steve, you fucking liar. I think to myself, eh, I don't know. We love Steve, so, so we don't want him to come with us, right? My bracer dead. isn't scrying anymore. It's off. Alyssa's just sitting in. You were free. Arwell, you were free. Every single one of you are free. So I have one bracer on. That's nope, fire it's immunity. gone. I want fire immunity, though. You want to keep the bracer? Well, I can't hold the. Stone otherwise. Stone. Like, I have to keep it on. We don't need to carry the stone with 30 us. 30 feet Who's down the road. Who's going to keep it? Like it's going to stay here in the appears. furnace. Okay. I'm, okay. It's undetectable as long pork as the chop? shackles yeah. are undetectable. Okay. It's in front of Steve. Okay. This I is really the last spot it went to. To get him to run away? Blind. There's a pork chop in the road. Yeah, so Steve sees the pork chop. Does he go up to it? I don't know why these are pork chop now. I'm so yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. He goes up to it. Yeah, Steve goes running after the pork chop. You guys see this mutt Labrador retriever looking dobs? It's not a pork chop. Um, oh, it's an illusion? Lista is mad at you for giving imaginary pork chops to the dogs. Yeah, that's really He can't come low. with us where we're going. We're not going to keep not it. We're going to take him. No, we all know where we're going. Um, I guess I'm giving going my the... red corundum to Thundershout. I think it yeah, should this... stay here in the forge. Okay. I'm. I don't think anyone would expect it here. They're um, not looking for the corundum, they're looking wait, for Wait, I'm us. a little confused. Yeah, so, Wesley, Thundershout's bracer, uh-huh. no longer enchanted. No, his bracer is still very much enchanted. With tracking okay. or just The story is falling apart a little, so his bracer is still enchanted. The Ifrits could follow him if they wanted to. So we should him. not I'm leave not the corundum where the Ifrits could possibly get well, Mine's him. disenchanted from that. scrying, and his is not. And I don't know if it's gonna happen. So we should leave it somewhere. They are, they are not looking for the corundum. They don't know about it. They don't give a shit because they have tons of that. Well, back they, we don't they're looking for take... us. Yeah, but they're Thundershout, gonna go there. Thundershout, what do you there. get out of wearing this I don't want them to kill him. And who knows if they That's might grab it or not? His choice. He's a fucking blacksmith. Why do you want to wear something? He's like, I can walk into my forge and forge any metal I like. I get this, but some apparently from what they maybe you told me. All right, I'm going to take off my bracer and give it to him. And so okay. take that one off. Oh, the one that can still be tracked. So, He's yeah, he does. He throws it on a table. He splits it wide open. He takes it off. Yeah. He's able to get this off very easily, and he puts his wrist into the one that you were wearing. And I give the one that's being tracked, and I give it to Callista. Mm-hmm. And I go, could you send your good friend, Steve, 
out with this bracer. I think that's a brilliant Oh my thing. god, so yes! Uh-huh. Just a run through the that's wilderness. Just, I love yeah. this. Yeah. Go find Guy. Oh, Tell him to go find Guy. Go find guy. Yeah. We don't need him to find Guy. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. We don't want with the bracer, the bracer? Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, you're right. Just, you're right. You're right. Guy was like by himself, like just like meditating. His dog yeah. comes a up dog and runs free. Runs up with a bracer <laughs> and then they're free. And free is like, yes sir, motherfucker. He's like, I thought I was gonna Scratch that, scratch that. New plan, new plan. But yeah, just send this bracer away, make him, if you can, maybe drop it in the ocean, something. Like That's I don't brilliant. think they're gonna really like the water. Put it on Good a port boy. ship and just take it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna um try to <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Steve. I'm gonna attach it, to, like put it on his little paw or something, um, and tell him to take it down to the port. To okay. So Thundershot has the red corundum. You were trusting the red corundum to him. That's what y'all decided. I don't. I can't love think it, of a better. Place well, it's to it's Thundershot, Isaacs. And Silas is looking at from two, right? No, Silas is gone. He's split off from your party. So He's hanging out with the council. Isaac and Shout, they're yeah. like together. Yeah. We're doing they're that, like... and in response, though, I want to ask Thundershout, I'm like, you told us to bring you a wizard. I've given you fire immunity and not being tracked. I think you can maybe do me a favor now. And yeah, and Thundershout's like, my friends, of course I can hold this for you. And if you think any freight, he can come and tell, take me over to my shop. You're sorely mistaken. Well, it won't happen now. so. Thanks to us. But please, could you enchant my... Shit, shut up, Alan. <laughs> this helps us later. So, Silrus has stayed back. He's with the Council of Lords. Volna is still with you, so is your new friend Van. Yeah. And you're asking him to... To enchant my glove with the blue dragon horn. That I got... Yeah, for the lightning me. resistance. He said... He would do yeah. it. Yeah, and he said he could do it, nice. and he, oh, he fucking does. He does? Yeah, as he, like, his hammer's ringing out as you were getting this taken care of, and Van and Patches are passing notes among one another. They're doing, like, hand signs mm-hmm. and stuff to talk to one another, but you get this back, and you have resistance to lightning damage. Cool. I would Just love to um, go. Let's go. I, I do. Um, I have several things I want to buy. I want. Oh no no no! Wait wait! We cannot do this in Ravensworth because of Lander. Remember? No 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 no! I know because I remember. Yeah. Adelaide has a better memory than Nina. Oh, yeah. Are cannot, you telling me this? Well, I'm fine. telling you, Arwell, we cannot go to the shop oh, here. Oh well, absolutely. Hey, Van. Sir. Would you take some money and buy some shit for me? Nice. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, we're trying to buy. <laughs> Alright, so I want to buy four patches, because he's not an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, 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 you guys all have 50 feet of rope. And then I'm buying... Your rope is still swinging off of the Dragon's Falls. Yeah. Like 250 buy, feet of it. Handy if I want to buy rope for everyone. I want to buy oil. I want to buy acid. More empty vials. Um, preferably very empty small vials. empty vials. Yeah. I have very a small. shit ton of empty vials. Like, the smaller the better. Can I have some oil? And I'm going to buy... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, girl, you got oil? I would like to buy a mirror. Like, it's just a small, like, hand-sized... Regular mirror. Yeah, like yeah, mirror. yeah. Um, and then, on the way out, I was going to... Um, sorry. 
just see in a bookstore if I can get a book like on medicine with an herbalism kit. Okay. I would like to learn how to be able to use to like kits. stabilize someone. Yeah, it, yeah, like or maybe even like do antitoxins or yeah. something along those lines. Okay. Can I message. Twenty gold pieces. Twenty. Okay. Cool. Okay. I bought that. Um, did I successfully send Steve to you? The dots to drop off our uh, shackle. Uh, he he left. He did leave you. To come back to us when he's done. You gave him the shackle and he went to the boat docks and he okay. hasn't returned yet. Yeah. So am I back with the shit for him? Yeah. Cool. Can I, I pull you... him aside? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'm like, dude, 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 mm-hmm. dude. Do you really think it's the best fucking idea to leave one of the most powerful elemental stones that you have ever come in contact with with a goddamn blacksmith? I ain't got a horse in this race. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it fucking catches everything then, it touches then, on fire. And then I and then I had to go, like, I mean, there's places, and I grab, um, I just grab, you, you just see a rock lift off the ground and disappear. And I say, there's places. Cool trick. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was so unimpressed. <laughs> I'm saying it's for the fuck, like, there are... We can do better than leaving it with a fucking blacksmith. Damn. <laughs> Wait a well, like, I want an actual, like, idea. You want to find a fucking place that they're never going to find it, and we're going to have a hard place getting back to? I bet I know where that is. Where are you going after this? You guys going to Cormanthir? Yes. In we're fact, that's exactly Cormanthir. where I was thinking. To go to where I need to take Volna and get her home safe. There is a flooded fucking forest it's crazy over there. Nobody in their right mind is ever going to want to go in there. And if you want to keep, from what I have perceived, from everything you guys are saying, you're trying to keep these things away from the dragons, last goddamn place on Earth they're going to want to go, or if it's called Earth, the last place they're going to want to go is where we're going. Okay, this thing, in case you're unaware, basically burns to death everything it touches. Great. Then this is exactly where we need to take it. How do we get it there? Tell me about what there is that's protecting this place from this thing destroying it completely. Don't worry, trust me. Sounds like it's better for maybe ice elemental stone. What's that? Look, it's on the way to where you guys are supposed to be going. It's not that big a deal. How do we get it there, though? We'll take it ourselves. We we don't have a bracer. It's like it's kind of done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will end episode uh, 24 yeah. with I, you guys trying to decide no, where I'm you're going next. Back to shit. Can you yeah. end it with just saying asshole? Even though. I kind of like Austin. I like Austin, like Chessie. Yeah. You know, Chessie. Palmer, kind of dumb. I'm kind of leaning towards that too, though, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, hello there, listeners. It's me. Sealer's fine, Spindle. Uh, I appreciate this party taking care of me and ensuring that I, well, that I didn't die. Um, it wouldn't be accurate to say I came out of this entire endeavor totally unscathed, especially mentally and emotionally. But uh, that aside, um, the heroes are doing great things. And it's important that we, well, they, know that they have our support. Um, I used to have the support of the school, but now I've uh, fled and gone AWOL, so I don't know if I'll ever be able to get back. Maybe I should write them a letter or something, or maybe a gesture in good faith. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Anyway, 
You can support our heroes. You don't have to be on the Council of Lords to do so. You can head over to their website, hitdicepod.com, check out any of the amazing fan art that is on there, or buy some custom items or adventures that were made by the cast of Hit Dice. (laughs) Um... In addition to these things, they already have some support from some pretty outstanding people, if I understand correctly. Tabletop Loot is a company that specializes in beautiful dice, and they pride themselves on getting your dice to you within two days' time without raising their prices above their competitors. Go go pick out any dice you want, really. I mean, they could be gold or orange or see-through, I guess. Oh, and some they got some dragon bone colored ones, too. These are... Very interesting. I wonder how they make that. Anyway, on checkout, after you've picked out some dice that you love and appreciate, uh, enter the code HITDICEPOD. You'll get 15% off. In addition to Tabletop Loot, thedeckofmini.com has jumped on board with our adventures. They see the potential of this, and to help them out, they're supporting our heroes as well. Head over to thedeckofmini.com, check out their RPG reference cards. They're tarot-sized cards that have full art, descriptions, and statistics. They're really, really cool and very inventive, and I know a good invention when I see one. On top of that, you can support the listeners by telling your friends about the podcast, by heading over to the iTunes store and giving them a five-star review. That's really their bread and butter. That's very important to them. Aside from that, keep this conversation going. They love talking a little too much, if you ask me, though. I guess I am also guilty of talking too much. Maybe I should work on that. Hmm. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you can find them all with the same tag, HitDicePod. Or you can use the hashtag HitDicePod. Anyway... I assure you, our heroes will reach out and talk to you, whether it's about the current campaign that we're playing through, or if it's questions you have for yours, or if you just want to get to know us, or them, I guess now I'm stuck back in Raven's Bluff. Aside from that, thanks again for all of your support, and for tuning in each week. Until next Wednesday, we'll catch you next time, adventurers. Adventurers.